Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. Really appreciate that. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. We're brought to you by Liverpool Physical Therapy. Go visit them online at LiverpoolPhysicalTherapy.com. All of your post-op needs with Peter and Mike and the gang. They are doing a terrific job. And remember, no doctor prescription is necessary for the first 10 physical therapy visits in New York State. Liverpool Physical Therapy. A proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Big time thanks as well to Heather Saxon of uh, Hunt Real Estate and Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum award. Find out more at StanleyLawOffices.com. I want to go around the bigs. This is uh, another show that I've been uh, you know, trying to... You know, do every few weeks uh, where I go just around Major League Baseball, the state of the state, all the rest of it. Um, the the first couple of things that I wanna I wanna tackle, uh, I wanna get to quickly. Um, the Baseball Hall of Fame announcement uh, that happened last week. Uh, I, obviously, I'm 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 thrilled about the announcement. Um, other than you know Harold Baines being in the Hall of Fame, uh, which is just pure and utter garbage. Um, you know, I cherish everything that that place is about for the most part, um, you know, and, and the area and covering the event and just, I've been so lucky, but they're going to have the induction from 2020. Um, remember we had coronavirus just shut everything down. So, you know, we didn't get, um, the big ceremony to, to honor, you know, to honor Derek Jeter and, and, and Larry Walker, um, you know, Ted Simmons, Marvin Miller. It's a great class. It, it really is. Um, so we didn't get it. And then, you know, you kind of kept wondering, like, he's t- Jeter, these guys, like, they got to get their day in the sun, right? Somehow, some way, it's got to happen. 
and it was going to be all virtual, moved inside, which made no sense to me in July, absolutely no sense. Tim Mead resigns as Hall of Fame president. Jeff Idelson comes back as interim until they find somebody else. And I have no doubt that Jeff Idelson was behind a lot of this because he is that kind of guy. And he knows the game inside and out. He knows what's right. And they place this on a Wednesday. Now, it's going to be tough. It's a weekday. Uh, it's like the second or third day of school for some people. Not easy there. Um, so, you know, like for families and kids going and all the rest, that, 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 that's going to be difficult. It really is. Um, but, look, if it has to be this way, it has to be on the weekday, it has to be, you know, schedules changing and adapting and, 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 and sacrificing one thing to go, and I'm, I don't care. If this is what we're getting, this is what we're getting. And, by the way, 2021, nobody go, is going to the Hall of Fame as far as players are concerned. Um, you know, and, you know, they're going to do their, their 2021 media people and honor them and the 2020 media people. But, but this is more for what we lost, you know, Jeter, Miller, Simmons, Walker, uh, no candidates were elected for induction in 2021. These guys went in for the class of 2020, but they weren't honored on time, <clears throat> but they are going to be honored better late than never. All of them deserve their day in the sun. Obviously, at the top of the list for me, it's Derek Jeter. He's my favorite player of all time. And so the Hall of Fame's annual awards presentation will remain an indoor television-only event. It'll take place on Saturday the 24th with the awards win award winners of their, uh, I'm reading right from the release, uh, or their representatives being invited back to Cooperstown to be recognized at the induction ceremony. So who who knows, you know, um, um if if these guys will 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 make the trek to Cooperstown, uh, I I don't know, um, but it's going to be a, a you know a television only event. <clears throat> um, I don't know if media will be allowed uh, in there. Uh, the last I've heard is that they're working out media logistics for the September event. Uh, I don't know what the availability is going to be, but the awards presentation is going to honor the 2021 Ford Frick Award winner for broadcasting excellence, Al Michaels, and for you youngsters out there. <laughs> Only have seen him as a football broadcaster. This guy was crushing it way before as a baseball broadcaster. Uh, the 2020 Ford, uh, Ford Frick Award winner will be honored in Ken Harrelson. The 2021 uh, Baseball Writers Career Excellence Award winner uh, Dick Cagle will be uh, honored. And the 2020 BBWAA Career Excellence Award winner as far as Nick Cafardo, uh, the 2020 Buck O'Neill Lifetime Achievement Award winner, David Montgomery. Um, so it's going to be great. It's 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 going to be a a, a, um, a day that needs to, to happen. Um, there's no doubt. Um, it's it's gotta it's gotta be. Um, it's gotta be. It's gotta take place. It's gotta happen. And by the way, for writing excellence, remember it used to be called the J.G. Taylor Spink Award. I don't know if people realize this, but. Um, way back in, uh, well, what seems to be way back in, in February, it feels like forever ago, um, but the BBWAA in the beginning of February, they said in a statement that, um, they, they wanted to remove Spink's name from the award. Um, it was put to vote. After substantial research and conversation with with and among members, 
that research showed, in the words of Ryan Fagan of the Sporting News, that Spinks Sporting News contained racist language, ugly stereotypes, and derogatory portrayals of Negro League players and other black Americans during Spinks' time as a publisher, especially in the era before Jackie Robinson made his debut in 1947. So it's no longer called that award. Who knows if they'll rename it. All I know is I'm glad this is back on. And if this is what it takes to get it, I'm all in on it. I'm sure that the Hall of Fame got okays from Jeter and 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 Miller's family and Ted Simmons' family and Larry Walker himself to, you know, hey, can you guys do this? Can you make it? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, Jeter's got to deal with the Marlins right now as well as, as part owner. Uh, but this is going to be great. I need this. You need this. We all need this. Uh, baseball needs this. I, I, I can't imagine this class. I mean, look, covered this thing for, you know, what? Gosh, this will be my... I guess is it going to be my 17th or 18th year. And I go down every year with my, my guys, Matt, Michael and Rocco Carbone. We have such a great time. Rocco takes pictures and Matt and I are doing our, our freelance and our stringing and uh, our media work and all the rest. And we usually see Scott Petoniak, our good buddy down there as well. <clears throat> it's just a, it's just a special, special weekend, a special time. And without it in 2020, I, I was, I was empty. I really was. It, it hurt a lot. Um, so I'm glad it's back on. Um, it's going to be a, a, just an amazing day. Uh, both days are going to be amazing days, but more so September, um, you know, with hopefully, uh, some normalcy in place. Tickets are available. Um, and I don't know if people know this or not, but for those listening, thinking of going, et cetera, lawn seating at the induction ceremony will be free like always, but Unlike past years when seating was open, tickets will be required. Beginning at 11 a.m. on Monday, July 12th, a number of tickets will be made available to fans exclusively online. And at that time, seating areas will be designated for vaccinated and unvaccinated ticket holders. So that's how they're going to operate that. And I like that. I'm sure that the unvaccinated people will have to wear masks still. Vaccinated people will be, I would assume, without masks uh, in their designated area. Uh, probably will have to show proof of it. So if you're going to get vaccinated, make sure you go and get your proof of it. You can actually do it on your phone as well. I, I, I was uh, My wife figured out how to do that and told me at NYS Wallet it's pretty easy. Um, and so um, it's, it's just going to be a phenomenal day. I'm just so happy. When I got the email, I, I, I had to reread it a couple times just to make sure. Um, and... I, I just think, I just think that it's it's got to happen. Um, you know, Derek Jeter. For all the years I've covered this thing, there's been some great classes: Sandberg and Boggs in '05, uh, Ripken and Gwynn in '07, on and on. You know, years gone by, Griffey and Piazza, etc. But this is my guy. This is Derek Jeter. A couple of years ago, Mo Rivera went in. That was you know close to Jeter. Um, these are the guys from that '90s dynasty. These are these are the guys. These are, you know, these are top, you know, six, seven, depending on your list, players in Yankee history. Um, this is going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm super happy it's on. Uh, the other news that I wanted to get to before I kind of go around the standings and, and talk about some games and some things that have happened, um, you know, the, the the foreign substance issue has been uh, obviously a, a large talking point. Um, you know, especially with Garrett Cole. And, and obviously he's in the limelight because he's the Yankee pitcher. He's the highest paid pitcher. 
Uh, he's arguably the best pitcher in the game. Uh, I would give that nod to Jacob DeGrom, but you get the point. Um, and so it's been kind of a, you know, a controversial deal here. And Josh Donaldson talked a bunch of smack and, um, you know, there's, 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 there's a lot to digest with all of this. Um, but the bottom line is a lot of these pitchers are using stuff, right? I mean, they're touching hats or belts, part of the uniform, whatever, you know, maybe they're going down to a, a part inside their sock, you know, in the, I mean, whatever, uh, you know, they're putting it wherever, uh, I, you know, spider tech, Vaseline, uh, you're not seeing pitchers lick their hands as much, say some of the players, Fernando Tatis went on the Dan Patrick show and said, point blank, I've never seen the pitches that these guys are throwing right now. Never seen it. And we're dealing with a, probably a top, you know, five to seven player in baseball right now saying that. Um, he's impacting the game with his legs, with his bat, uh, with his glove. I mean, he's he's as good as it gets. I mean, it's him, it's Acuna, it's Vlad Jr. Uh, you know, it's a young man's game. Um it's Mookie Betts, it's Mike Trout when healthy, who knows when he'll get back, but it's the list right now, I would say. I mean, Vlad Jr.'s already vaulted himself in there. You know, if you get Bellinger healthy and all the way back, I mean, Yelich has not been the same since the injury. <clears throat> you know, that's that's probably the list. <laughs> that's probably the list of the best players, and he said that on Dan Patrick. that He doesn't see, I don't, he doesn't understand these pitches, he doesn't recognize a lot of the stuff. That's That's unbelievable. Do I think Garrett Cole was using something? Of course I do. Do I think a lot of pitchers are using it? Yep, I do. Uh, is it cheating? It is. It is. Uh, I'm not totally a fan of it. I'd love to see it cleaned up a little bit because I think, you know, there's too many strikeouts as it is. I mean, you look at Zach Wheeler. You know, what was it, last Thursday? You know, he strikes out, I think it was 12, and he's had all these double-digit strikeout games. It's, oh, my goodness, it's simply unbelievable that Wheeler's doing this. Right? But is it? Is it? Because a lot of guys are doing it. A lot of guys have double-digit strikeout games. And uh, a little bit uh, is, is the foreign substance and all the rest of it, but then it's also the, the swing and miss mentality and the launch angle and the bullshit with baseball and all this stuff going on. You know, it all is adding up to a ton more strikeouts, right? Like, guys are swinging... Absolutely for the fences all the time, uh, taking less pitches, etc., putting less balls in play. Uh, the pitchers are better. The pitchers do have advantages. The pitchers are using some foreign substances, Pytar, whatever the heck the case may be, Spider Tech Blue, blah, 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 whatever the hell it's called. Uh, you know, bullpens are better, more sophistication. Uh, the coaching is much better and different. All these things are, are, are adding up to more strikeouts, right? All of them. And one of those things is, obviously, the foreign substance stuff. So if they can kind of curb this and limit it, et cetera, well, you know what? <laughs> it, that's going to, I hope, help You know the amount of strikeouts. Um, we've had some recent fun things going on in baseball, though. I mean, you know, superstar power, you know, uh, uh, Jacob deGrom against Fernando Tatis. You know, that was... That was really, really fun. Um, you know, I think the Padres are in this thing for the long haul, and now I'm just going to kind of go around <clears throat> around Major League Baseball here a little bit. I, I think the Padres have shown their muscle 
you know, as we record this in mid mid May, uh, mid May, mid June, the, the months just peel off the calendar, don't they? Just peel off. Um, San Diego is. I think they're going to be there. San Francisco, to me, has been the team that I didn't see this coming. You know, I really didn't, and their ability to get the big hit late. Pitching has hung in there just fine, but it has been the incredible uh, veteran championship pedigree, <clears throat> you know, that, that has really gotten them gotten them where they are. I don't know if there's any question about it. You know, this is a this is a really, really good baseball team right now. And I don't know if they can hang in for the long haul, but boy, I hope I hope so. You know, I hope so. They got a bunch of, you know, pitchers. You don't really know tons about them. Uh, Anthony DeSclafani's been 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 fairly decent this year, right? Uh, you know, they, they just have they have a lot of guys who, you know, you, you don't you don't know about, but um, they're 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 pretty good. You know, they're pretty good. Uh, but again, the veteran present, the Buster Posey's, right? I mean, Buster Posey, Buster Posey's a championship player. I mean, he's he sat out 2020 with Corona, and, you know, he's catching a bunch of games now. He looks healthy and durable, and he's hitting the ball to all sides of the, all parts of the field. Um, you know, he's he's been, he's been good. You know, he's been really good. Um, his average is super low, but, um, I'm sorry, his, his average is not super low. I was looking at the wrong line, Mike Yastrzemski. Buster Posey, as I record, is sitting 336. I mean, that's... Is he an MVP candidate? 10 home runs, 22 RBI, 86 total bases, 411 on OBP. Slugging is 577, 988 OPS. Boy. Boy. I, I, you have to put him in the conversation. You know, Brandon Crawford, been great. Evan Longoria, has been great. You know. Brandon Belt at times. Good trade for them in terms of getting Mike Talkman to add out, outfield depth. His average has been brutal, but he can run the bases, a good fielder, and once in a while comes up with a big hit. Had a grand slam a few days back. Um, this is an interesting bunch, this team. And, and I would love, let me tell you, I would love nothing more than to see a Giants, Padres, you know, Dodgers sort of, you know, three headed monster in Major League Baseball's NL West Division. You see those teams going toe-to-toe. You know, the Cubs in the Central, if we move there here, uh, the Cubs the Cubs came out of the gate really, really hot. Uh, Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, I mean, that roster slugging the ball all over the place. And they're pitching solid. The bullpen has been better than I thought so far this year. It's not great. It's been a, be- a lot better than I thought. But, you know, they came out of the gates just bashing and slashing. I mean, Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, and Bri- Bryant's an MVP candidate too. Uh, and I think Baez is. Uh, you know, he's got the low average, but he's got a lot of those big power numbers. You know, Anthony Rizzo, Wilson Contreras, the big four of those guys. And Ian Happ with the batting average has cooled down a little bit here too. Uh, you know, but Jack Peterson, you know, uh, Jason Hayward, you know, they came out of the gates really, really hot offensively, and as I record this, they're tied with the lead uh, with uh, they're tied with Milwaukee for the NL Central lead. But 
it's been really those big four guys, Bryant, Baez, Rizzo, and Contreras, uh, who have been doing some major damage here. And, you know, the Cubs, they were a team that uh, a lot of teams were looking at, you know, hey, the trade deadline here, what, you know, what do we need? You know, what do we... <laughs> What do we what do we want? What do we need? And uh, boy, I, I tell you what, now it 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 seems as though that's not uh, the case because the Cubs are a team that uh, is is right there to contend. You know, they're right there to contend um, with Milwaukee, um, and that's fun. You know, I picked the Cardinals to win the division, but I'd love to see the Central and the West, and I think the Cardinals have a run in them somewhere. Uh, uh, but again, you lose Flaherty for that long period of time. I, that that's that's a huge blow. I mean, that's that's like taking, you know, Walker Buehler away from the Dodgers, taking Cole away from the Yankees, you know, taking, you know, Degrom away from the Mets, and 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 he may not be as good as those other pitchers. He's still damn good, but he might not be as good. But he's for for St. Louis, that's who he is, right? I'd love to see a three team race in, in both divisions. Brewers, Cubs, Cardinals, be a lot of fun, a lot of games down the stretch, a lot of division games. You know, and then Dodgers, Padres, Giants in the West. Pretty good stuff there. The NL East is, is horrendous. Um, the NL East was dubbed going into the year as the division, the best division, the most competitive division. Uh, use all the words you want. It's been garbage. Uh, the Mets are, as I record this, the only team over five hundred. The Phillies continue to disappoint. I'm sorry. I mean, they have spent so much money, so much money in Philly. You know, where are the results? You know, I mean, if this were the Yankees, they would be getting crucified for their lack of production, right? Payroll this, payroll that. I mean, they went out and blew tons of money on Real Muto, tons of money on Harper. They got Gene Segura, right? Like, they've made a ton of trades. They pick up Didi Gregorius, you know? Like, they get Joe Girardi as manager. Like, come on, man. Like, the Philadelphia Phillies, I mean, I guess it's just the mix of players there, right? Like, they went out and shopped. They went out and committed to winning. But I guess like this mix just doesn't cut it for them. I mean, is that the right way to say it? I I, I guess it is. You know, Zach Wheeler's been obviously really good for this club. You know, uh, Aaron Nola uh, has been has been fine. He's been right around five hundred win loss, but you know he's 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 produced pretty good. Uh, you know, and and Zach Eflin. I mean, those are the three big guys in that rotation. Um. You know, it's the collection of guys. Like, the Phillies, it's unbelievable. The Phillies have a, 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 a great amount of talent. They have a ton of players we know can perform, right? We know that. They have moments where you're like, okay, here they come. And then nothing, like, they lose three or four in a row. And the same can be said for the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves are the same exact team. Okunia is one of the really, really great players in Major League Baseball. There's no doubt about it. But, man alive. I mean, like, what what gives with these teams? Like, when are they going to get on some kind of a hot track? The Washington Nationals... 
have been awful. They have glimpses here. They have performers here and there. Juan Soto, Ryan Zimmerman, they've been you know pretty good for the most part. Trey Turner. Uh, but overall, this team is just is just not their shot. The bullpen is is horrific. Back end of the rotation, Matt Pat Corbin inconsistent. Um, the hitting inconsistent. They they make too many mistakes. Uh, they they just they're they're not. You know, look, they just won the World Series a couple of years ago. But if they are sellers, which we have a lot of baseball left to go, but it's pointing in that direction. If they sell Max Scherzer, I mean, the load that they could get back for Max Scherzer. And frankly, you know, there's a lot of teams that could use him. There's no doubt. I mean, Boston is now in contention. We didn't expect them to be 13 games over 500 as I record this, right? Does Boston, I mean, they're going to have to pick up the, the salary. And Heim Bloom has already said, we're not picking up a ton of money because look what they did with... Look what they did with Mookie Betts. You know, they were like, nah, see you later. Trade him. Alex Verdugo's been pretty good, though. But, you know, Betts is a top three, five player in baseball. I, I've argued he's the best player in baseball. Um, you know, what team is the perfect fit? Would the Chicago White Sox, a team that seems to be able to run away from the Central Division, Cleveland, they've had a decent year so far, but the Royals are a 500 team. Tigers are terrible. Twins are terrible. The White Sox have an opportunity to not only run away from the division, but win uh, uh, you know home field advantage here. And we know the White Sox uh, have got already, already a really, 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 really good roster. Great players, awesome hitters. I mean, you look at this roster, <clears throat> their top guys, a lot different from what Major League Baseball is now with power numbers and really, really low, terrible batting averages. These guys are not that. Moncada hitting 286. Abreu, 252 is a little bit low, but still a lot better than most. Tim Anderson, 297. Uh, <clears throat> Nick Madrigal is hitting 305. Uh, Yermin Mercedes, right? 295. They've all got the power numbers. They're doing their thing. Jose Abreu might be an MVP candidate. Not mine. He is. 11 home runs and 48 RBI. I, I, I mean, this 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 roster, This they're loaded. You know, they're loaded. The pitching so far has been decent, but could you imagine if you added Max Scherzer to the rotation? Seriously, you know the back end of the rotation, little little suspect. If you get Max Scherzer and you put him as an ace, and we know that the White Sox have the system and they can chuck a bunch of prospects over to the Washington Nationals, although the Nats are going to want probably ready-made, you know, guys we can plug and play right in there. Pitching prospects, position guys, whoever. You know, Dallas Keuchel, Luis, Lucas Giolito, Lance Lynn in that rotation. I got news for you. You bump you bump those guys down a little bit. All of a sudden, Keuchel, Giolito, etc., they become 2-3 instead of 1-2. Lance Lynn becomes a 4 instead of a 3. I'm telling you. <laughs> Max Scherzer right there at the front. That White Sox team, they could win the World Series. They really could. And I think that's an intriguing spot. I think the White Sox should go for it and get them. Because we know the payroll situation, Oakland, they're not going to get them. You know, Oakland, I think, is going to make the playoffs. I picked them to make the playoffs as a wild card. I think Houston wins that division. Oakland is, uh, you know, 
Oakland, as we record this, is a game up on Houston. Everybody else is is you know stinky. I mean, Seattle's around five hundred. Angels are are under five hundred. They're you know again same crap with them. They're not going to make the playoffs. Trout's not going to play in October, and the Rangers are just horrific. Um, you know, you look at other takers like Washington's not going to trade Scherzer probably right like in the division. <laughs> it's not. Um, you know, the central teams are are interesting too. I don't. You know, the Brewers I think have like a middle of the pack, middle of the pack farm system but again another situation here a little bit different than Chicago because I think the Brewers pitching at the top is better you know you've got Brandon Woodruff and Freddie Peralta and Corbin Burns have all been for the most part pretty good win losses doesn't really show that outside of Peralta but they've been all pretty good that trio guess what you add Scherzer to that. Now all of a sudden you bump those guys down. You look, Scherzer's been there. You plug him in. He's the ace. You want to win a championship in your Milwaukee? You know, go get Max Scherzer. You know, I don't know what I don't, you know, would they pick up the money? I don't know what their prospect situation is. I think they're like middle tier last I looked, baseball America list, whatever. Uh, but but again, another intriguing spot, you know, if you're gonna go for it, of course, right? Which the Brewers should. The Brewers should be <clears throat> you know, I, you know, when the wild card, it's going to be tough because you're going to have that central race, obviously. And I mentioned, you know, if the Giants can hang in, you know, one of the NL East teams could improve as well. But if you're going to go for it here, you know, the Brewers, I mean, the Cubs have already shown that they're not going to spend a ton of payroll. I mean, are they going to, are they going to be buyers at the deadline? Maybe a little bit, but how much, right? Because they've been showing the cheap lately, right? Uh, the Cardinals, Maybe they could make a play for it, although I don't know what their farm system is there. The Reds and Pirates aren't going to. Marlins won't. Uh, Nats are the team trading them. Uh, not going to trade them in the division of the Braves, Phillies, or Mets because you don't want to deal with that for the next year or two, right, uh, until Max retires. Um, uh, uh, I mean, again, I know that would be, again, presuming that they would sign him right after that for a little bit of a longer deal, right? Because Scherzer's deal, I believe, is up uh, after this year. Let me quickly look at that, actually. Max Scherzer, I think his deal is up at the end of the year. But, you know, if you're if you're a team to get him, you know, would you give him an immediate two-year extension, right? Something like that. Uh, Scherzer is on the books. Yeah, 2021. Man, he's made a lot of money. Signed through 2021, earliest free agency 2022. Making thirty-four million dollars plus this year. <laughs> the last three years, he's made thirty-four, thirty-five, almost thirty-six, uh, thirty-seven, and that contract was pretty prorated. Obviously, um, it's a lot, you know, a lot less money in the beginning um, and a ton now. So that's going to be interesting to follow. Max Scherzer at the trade deadline on the move could be good. Could be good. Pick him up. White Sox, pick them up, somebody. You know, make that run. Go get it right now while it's the iron's hot. As far as the AL East goes in closing, I mean, Tampa Bay. I just, I, I, I feel like they win every night. I mean, that's that's how I feel. The Blue Jays have started to. They had some trouble against the White Sox. They've started to kind of come back a little bit. Again, a team that's going to go through the ups and downs, learning things. Baltimore is pathetic. I don't know. Yeah, when are they not going to be in a rebuild, right? Like, they're pretty much just dead in the water. I think Toronto 
could hang for a little bit. I mean, they're a couple games over 500 as I record this. They're a team that is, I mean, we know the young star power led by Vlad Jr. and company. That lineup is lethal. They still haven't gotten anything out of George Springer. But to me, you know, look, the Toronto pitching, the Toronto pitching, um, they're, they can keep that team in games, man. I mean, Hyunjin Ryu was a really good signing. Uh, Robbie Ray, Steven Matz, these team, these pitchers can keep these guys in it. They can keep this team in it every single game. And so that's really, I think, something to watch, uh, you know, here. And we know, we know, again, the youngsters, we know the ability. We know Bo Bichette. We know Vlad Guerrero Jr. They're going to be really, really good for a really long time. You got Teoscar Hernandez. You got Lourdes Goriel. You've got Randall Grychuk, who's been killing it this year as well. Kevin Biggio is really good. He's you know low average, but he'll be fine there. Uh, this is a really, 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 really solid baseball team. I think they're going to hang in it for the wild card. I really do. And I got to tell you, if the Yankees don't wake up soon, and by the way, they they won those first two games against the Twins, and then of course blew it, and Chapman you know gave up the the, the walk off homer, right? After the two wins, I said don't. This is the Twins, you know, people, Yankee Twitter, the Millennials. God, it drives me crazy. It's such an insufferable group. Uh, oh, here, where have these Yankees been? Dudes, ladies, they haven't been playing the Twins. John Carlos Stanton's crushing bad, just horrendous pitching. This team's taking advantage of awful blunders by the Minnesota Twins. The Twins are a horrendous baseball team. The Minnesota Twins are arguably the worst team in the American League. I mean, it's between... Them, Baltimore, and Texas. I mean, it's only a game, two games here difference, really. It's not that far apart. Minnesota is horrible. Horrible. <laughs> so that's why the Yankees, you know, beat them a couple of times. They've, they've owned the Twins anyway for, 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 for almost, what, two decades here. I mean, goodness. Playoffs, regular season, doesn't matter. Yankees always beat the Twins. Um, but the AL East, I mean, that's kind of the state of the union, man. I mean, the Rays win every night. The Yankees need to wake up real soon. You know, the Blue Jays are going to hang in there. The Orioles are pathetic. They're, they're in rebuild mode for who knows how long. And you know what? The Red Sox, the Red Sox, I think, have played, in my opinion, the most interesting card here because they've made it uh, a race uh, with Tampa, not with the Yankees. They are uh, multiple games over, double digits over 500 as I record this. They're a team that their offense is rocking and rolling. I mean, I don't want to face that lineup. Rafael, you could argue the Red Sox have one of the top couple lineups in baseball the way they're producing. Rafael Devers, stud. Bogart, stud. J.D. Martinez, stud. All three, perhaps, MVP candidates. Alex Verdugo, who was picked up in the Mookie Betts deal, phenomenal. 285 average as I record this, eight home runs, 26 RBI. Christian Vasquez has had a nice year behind the plate and, and, and hitting at the plate. Renfro has been incredible, right, in the outfield. Enrique Hernandez. I mean, this is, this is a really good offense. And you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe they knew what they were doing just a wee bit. I still wouldn't have gotten rid of Mookie Betts, but maybe I'm blooming, knows what he's doing. He comes from that Tampa pedigree. He wanted to cut some payroll. Shouldn't be the Red Sox way. They're a big market team. They sell out every game. Uh, 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 the TV deal is huge with Nesson. Uh, there's no reason to ever cry poverty if you're the Red Sox. <clears throat> they still need a little bit more pitching. If they're going to make a run... Please, I hope they don't. But if they're going to make a run, you know, do you trust in big spy? I mean, Avaldi's been there before, but do you trust Garrett Richards? Do you trust Nick Pavetta? Do you trust Eduardo Rodriguez? You know, <sighs> bullpen's been unbelievable too. I, 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 I'm stunned at the bullpen. I really am. You know, 
Saul Moore has been has been has been really really good. He's given him a ton of length. And Matt Barnes, you know, fourteen saves on the year. He's gone in there and shut the door. So Boston's been the <clears throat> you know the surprise wild card team here in the ALE. So there's some thoughts. Super happy that the induction is back on for September. Hoping to go. Hoping to cover it. Got to figure out what the media logistics are. But when I go down, you know, I try to get as many interviews as I can. So uh, I'm really, 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 really hoping to go uh, and and work and, and and bring some great content to you here on the platform. Super excited for uh, for that day. Uh, and of course, a day in July probably will watch from television, but uh, you know, on on my television. But we'll see how that goes as well. Uh, and then some you know other things going around Major League Baseball, the Pine Tar, all the rest. If you have a topic or two that you want to hear baseball or or any other sport. Just hit me, MikeLSports1979 at gmail.com. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our good friends at Camillus Golf Club, Rosie's Corner, Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State, and Heather Saxton. She is a licensed real estate salesperson. And you know what? Home is more than just a place. It's a feeling. Buying and selling homes right now? Contact Heather right now. 315-727-3313 in the greater New York State. Heather Saxon can get it done, part of the Hunt Real Estate umbrella. 315-727-3313. Heather at Hunt on Facebook as well. She's great, and she has a pulse of the CNY real estate market and beyond. Heather Saxon is the official real estate agent of the ML Sports Platter. Hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Snow falls on an old apartment. Inside, the holiday season is in swing. On the first floor, Cokes are poured and stories shared among friends. Three flights up, one generation passes down the family recipe to the next. Inside every home, there's magic. Coca-Cola. Real magic. Enjoy the real magic of the season with close friends, family, and refreshing Coca-Cola paired with all your holiday meals. So we're here at Marshall's with Liz for some holiday shopping. She's really nailing it this year, isn't she? Oh, yep. She's got a record player for Amy. A gorgeous cozy sweater for Jason. And some hot pink fluffy slippers for her sister. The perfect gift. Wait a sec. <gasps> She's getting a pair for herself. Well, with prices this good, it would be rude not to. You know what? She totally deserves it. Oh, totally. Happy holidays, everyone. See you at Marshall's. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at, at Marshall's. Marshalls. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.